0: From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Michael Weisman. Love Wins by Rob Bell. This book was sent to me by a past guest and my guest for this episode wanted me to read it. While I readily admit that I have not yet finished the book, I can tell you already that this book is crap. It's full of special pleading for his monstrous deity. Let's start with the title, Love Wins. To what love is he referring to here? To Robin, most Christians, the love is found in the death and resurrection of their demigod in sandals. Why did he die? Because he required his own death, so that his followers would be able to hang out with him in the afterlife. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. That's pointless and disgusting. He has the power to choose how he accepts an apology, and he chose bloodshed and death. That's not love. Second, love wins over what? The hatred and wrath of the Christian deity? What a ridiculous book. I've messaged Rob, asking him to be a guest on the show so we can tackle his book, but I've heard nothing back as of yet. Rob, if you're listening, message me. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I I I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so He's able to forgive you. <laughs> Today's special guest is Christian podcaster L. Edwards. Welcome to the show, L.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: <laughs> thanks for having, thanks for coming on, thanks for taking the time. Uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast for those that don't know.
1: I have a podcast. I've got a couple of podcasts, actually. i got one podcast called Yuya, uh, which we're currently recording live on Facebook. Uh, and this season, we're focusing on helping people speak life, speaking encouragement into what can look like a pretty dark world at the moment. And then I have a short form podcast called Sam Says, which uh, is like little um, daily love notes from God. Um, so... Daily love notes from Grant. I like that. It's funny. Yeah, you go. <laughs> I always get. i watched a few of your episodes, Michael. Whenever you start writing notes, Michael, like, I have nothing apart from me and my wit. There with his pen.
0: I always forget things. I always got to write it down. I always forget things. You weird. No, I love. Um, so I I addressed a question. We've been talking for a while now, uh, we back and forth, um, uh, email, and you had a show addressing one of my questions. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: I forget exactly what we talked about you, but you were quoting from Hosea, if, m- if memory hmm. serves me correctly. Yes. 913, um, I
0: believe it was, the uh, there 16. One of those two.
1: I'm sure you know better than I do <laughs> <laughs> you are a challenge to lots of Christians like read the read your bible more there's a guy yes. who doesn't read yeah anyway yeah so there was a passage in there where God talks about how he he hates the and them and he hates mm. the Israelites he will always hate the Israelites and not just them but their children however many generations mm. uh, and I, we at the time we were recording the podcast um, live inside my community and so we explored that a little bit um, and if I remember correctly I to be honest, right. We don't plan them. We kind of go with the flow. So I don't yeah. remember exactly what I said, but you take notes. So you can probably tell Yes, me.
0: I did take um, notes. It's somewhere in here. Uh, yeah, it's
1: all good. But I think, I think I well seem again. to remember we did. I remember having this really interesting conversation in there mm-hmm. about um, the context of when when something was written to who it was written to what kind of book it was uh, and then you did this lovely right. reply which i listened to when you quoted two timothy three sixteen at me which incidentally i learned in sunday school when i was a little kid i remember that one um <laughs> all scriptures god breathe are useful for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness that's the one um, <laughs> there you go yeah, yeah. um which i agree with completely but i still still maintain that we need to be and this is what hmm. that's the see the trouble is right i'm I'm not really very like traditional. I'm not traditional evangelical in the way that you grew up, for example. And so Mm. I am not one of these who goes, right. Scripture is everything. Mm. I do believe that the the Bible is God's word. Don't misunderstand me. But at the same time, Jesus told us that Holy Spirit would come and, you know, guide us and help us to learn stuff. So I'm very much, okay, if I read something, okay, what's going on here, God? Mm. Uh, And so what was my point in all of that? I don't remember. Oh yes, I do. Thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, for <laughs> me, it's about going. Okay, so what is the context that's being written to, and yeah. all the rest of it? Because Hosea is interesting to me because mm-hmm. it's actually, uh, it was he. He's the one who was asked to marry a prostitute, mm-hmm. and so it's. If I remember correctly, and so it's fascinating that that's in there because Hosea, when I read it, is like this one great big physical like demonstration of love. So it, I don't know. It's it's filters, isn't it? I think it was one of the conclusions I probably came to at the time as well.
0: Filters, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. And what you're doing is you're filtering it through a lens of belief and your belief that God is love and, and that these certain mm-hmm. things, like Hosea 9, I think it was 16, uh, it, I will slay your cherished offspring. This is God mm-hmm. talking. This is the mm-hmm. the loving father figure. Um, but we'll get into that. Thank you for bringing that. Um, so <laughs> I, just, I, I the Bible to you, we can explain, we can sum it up as Second uh, Timothy uh, 3.16, you know, all y'all scriptures. Yes, the only,
1: the only thing I would say is, And it's interesting see when we were first, when you first approached me, it was like a year ago or more. I think it was like September last year. a while ago. Yeah. But I, and I was like, and I got a really strong like red light. Oh, this is not the time to do it. (laughs) And it's fascinating now because the journey I've been on, even in the last year of some of the stuff I've been reading and like some of the issues we have with some of our translations, even like our beloved NIV, which is what I Mm. grew up reading. I Mm. used to think that the new King James was the dodgy one. I know lots of people. It's funny because loads of Christians love New King James and they get really grumpy about that. But like, but even the NIV, there's passages in Isaiah which are translated as God's wrath, for example. Mm. If you look back at the Septuagint, it doesn't talk about that. It talks about mm. healing. And so, whilst I do believe that all scriptures God breathed and useful teaching, and and correct, and we said it. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the same time, it's like, well, which scripture are we talking about? Because I can't read the Bible in Greek or Hebrew. Mm. And so, for me. I'm trying to as I the more I the journey through this, I guess, I'm trying to go, okay, what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. what what How would this have been understood by the people at the time? what mm-hmm. what are these words that we're translating as wrath, for example? and because there's so much is like is skewed by a bias. Uh, and so, so, yes, mm-hmm. I do believe it's all from God. and at the same time, you know, you could pick up five different translations and they'd almost say five slightly different things. So it is a little bit of a a tricky so- one.
0: Right. But doesn't that make it kind of unreliable at that point?
1: I don't think it's unreliable. I Hmm. do think that we are, you're right. Okay. I suppose looking at from the outside, looking in, you're like, okay, how does that make it reliable? I get it. What you're saying? Absolutely. (laughs) And at the same time, for me, it's about, okay, so how encouraging me to dig in more, you know, relationship, what's, what's actually going on here um, and exploring more. Okay. But I also reckon I do I do take your point. And I think there are huge swathes of not just I mean, not even just people who don't say they say they don't believe in God, huge swathes of the Christian church don't have the relationship with God that I've got. We've all got different relationships and people who call themselves Christians who just show up on a a Sunday, for example.
0: Mm. And so
1: it it isn't it isn't. Necessarily always easy. I'm not suggesting for one second it is, but I don't Hmm. think it makes it unliable. I think you know the the example that comes to mind. I did English literature in school many years ago and reading Chaucer. Oh my word, that was hard going. Like it was written in like really really old English. I'm like, and you also like needed a dictionary. (laughs) So that I, I guess we do that due diligence with stuff that's not scripture. So why shouldn't we pick it up with other stuff? I don't know.
0: But we don't take those stories as fact
1: absolutely no granted so I. That's, that's a little
0: that. bit different there um sure. so if i if i have a book that's unreliable to me that would be unreliable i can't decipher Fair which enough. story is true which which what really happened what didn't happen but i
1: guess i would say that's where holy spirit comes in because ah. you're gonna get yeah ah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but but it, that's, that's the thing, and I have to—I should probably say before we even get anything. There's going to be lots of stuff that comes out of my mouth, which it. will sound like nonsense to you and <laughs> lots of your listeners. Are like, oh, they're playing; she's playing the Holy Spirit card, or that just sounds like—I mean, I've I been I just there, though. Something- well.
0: I've been hmm? there. I've said those things. I've felt yeah, those no, things. You know, oh, the Holy Spirit is doing it. You know, I've. I've Brandon, so I understand. I've had, yeah.
1: No, I understand. And I've had somebody. I think it was on Instagram. Instagram they called me schizophrenic because I am oh. talking about because of one of my videos that, like, I talked about that. I don't know a conversation I had with God or something. And oh. these conversations go on inside my head. And when well, you know. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. so, so it's, I mean, all that to say is i'm used to it. i get it yeah, and so yeah. i can recognize that lots of what i say will be like will sound like foolishness i'm, like, I'm okay with that it's okay <laughs> that's okay
0: <laughs> thank you i don't I, I mean i just think it's um you know i go with the whole uh approach of uh, the sin and the sinner thing with with, mm-hmm. with christians is you know you hate the sin but not the sinner i feel that way with the belief i i don't like the belief but i'm fine with the people the people we Fair just got to get that belief out of there, then we'll all be fine. <laughs> so is
1: that that's, that's a question I had, for, and we probably a conversation I should have asked you by email. So is that your goal then, with the podcast, is mm. to persuade people of out mm-hmm. of their beliefs?
0: My my goal is to expose people to questions they've never heard, Um and, and try yeah. and get them to explain to me why uh-huh. it is they believe what they believe, because to me it's very right. strange. You know, yeah, I've been no, there, no. I was there and I, I'm now I'm on the outside looking in. And I'm like, man, how did I, if somebody had this conversation with me, how would yeah. I have reacted if I would have been like, gotcha. oh, wait a minute, that's weird. Why Why am I doing mm-hmm. that? You know, just kind of. No, really no, fair make enough. Make it's funny because I
1: I see many, not every, not my, some of our parallels in our story, shall we say, because mm-hmm. I, my mom, her family were Plymouth Brethren. And so the first church we went to, it wasn't quite, obviously, I don't know the church you we went to, but like, from my understanding from like on your, your website and whatever, mm-hmm. It wasn't quite as full on as your experience, but I, I I, mean, I was scared out of hell when I was like 12 or 13, you know, by a yeah. very staunch yeah. Welsh preacher, Morgan Morgans or William Williams. I didn't have a relationship with God at that point. So it's mm-hmm. funny, like I do, I recognize lots of what you're saying because that was my journey or being a slightly tame, I had a PG version of it, shall we say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mine was a little more extreme, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it
1: does sound good. And so I can understand why, because I say that to sometimes to people. It's like, tell me what God you don't believe in, because I probably mm. don't believe in him either. Because so... Yeah. so- I don't know but it's interesting just the way journeys play out and like so for me I had my loved into heaven moment in my 20s and so it went Mm -hmm. off on a different trajectory um Mm -hmm. but my 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 instinct with you is you are a guy because I've met people like there's a friend of mine who she came to know Jesus through intense studying
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, and she used to really do my head in like because I'm not I'm I'm all about I'm quite light and fluffy and I like making people (laughs) laugh and really big big questions I was like okay god you're gonna have to help me but that was how she got loved into relationship was because that was the kind of person she was and so you remind me in many ways of Paul or Saul as he was. Like this guy who was so passionate. So just so you know, yeah. in my community, you're known as Michael the Beloved. I'm just gonna put <laughs> you are no genuinely when I wow. told them I was coming because they've known well they know about you because obviously mm. we talked about you in kind ways in the podcast yeah so when I told them I was coming today I said we're gonna meet Michael the beloved and they were like <laughs> yeah because well, I don't like putting labels on people and so I was like okay god what how do, how do you see him hmm. uh and so I don't know my point of all that was I can't remember now oh it's not it, great thank though. You. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: No, but it's just I, I imagine so me, for my part, right? I think at some point, and I'm going to call it out yet, yeah, God will love you into relationship, whether it's now or in whatever's to come. Interesting. Uh, and if it's now, you are going to be so like on fire for Jesus. I'm just putting it out there. i warning all of you listeners now. But there you go. <laughs> and like, not if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> he's
0: going to love me into that relationship. That's interesting. We'll, we'll tackle that one for sure. Um,
1: <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> if time willing, time willing. Um Digging more into it. I definitely want to dig more into it. So I want, to, I want to know. We've got the Bible. It's kind of unreliable. I mean, you have to dig into it to find out exactly what it means and whatnot. So, I mean, the stories aren't face value. Can we go with that? Would that be?
1: I mean, it depends. Like, I, I, I'm quite happy to believe in a literal seven days of creation, for example. Mm-hmm. I haven't got any big problems with it. I believe the flood happened. Basic so, like, I do... You know, so I read them, I'm like, yeah, okay. I guess the way I would approach it, if stuff, I tend to read the NIV because until this year, I hadn't even realized like some of the issues with it. Mm. But if I'm reading something and I'm like, okay, this doesn't sound like how I understand you, God, what's going on here? That for me, so my I think my default is, okay, I'll just take it at face value. I also have to be careful because I've been in the church for, like forever, it feels like. You know, did you ever do this thing when you were in church that you'd read something and you'd read it so many times you just sort of gloss over it a little bit? Mm. Yeah. And so I, I don't want to, like, yeah. And so, and so like some, when I can feel my eyes, there's lots of words in there. That's when I'll probably sometimes go to a different translation to just try uh, and get some of the nuances, mm-hmm. I guess. But I do take it at face value. Yeah, um sure. I don't really want to take Job at face value because that's quite full on. And, you know, but that's me picking and choosing. Then I recognize that's like <laughs> a really dodgy thing to do. So, no, I mean, but then equally, some of it is poetry. Some of mm. it is prophecy. Yeah? So I, I think, yeah, but I mean, I do take it at face value, but I recognize that there is some digging to do sometimes perhaps to understand what's really going on.
0: Right. Thank you. Um, so one last quick one before we dive into that verse, that, that Hosea one. Um,
1: okay.
0: Can you describe God, your God? To me what is he like if it's a him oh, that's interesting <laughs>
1: we had a transgender lady in our church and she says that god is a, is a transgender woman and i'm like okay who knows <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, I know. I mean, well, you know, the thing is, as well, like the the pronouns for Holy Spirit, my understanding of this, at least, is mm. that they use that male pronouns are used for God, the Father, mm. uh, male pronouns are used for Jesus, but there's no pronouns used for Holy Spirit. And back in the day, that would suggest that Holy Spirit was female. So if you're talking about God collectively three in one, then yes, we say he for ease of convention, but we should really be saying they, I suppose. There you go. <laughs> But, but yeah, I love it. I, I mean, but I, I I tend to say he just unless I am really wanting to sort of make people pay attention and like what what's going on, then what it's quite good <laughs>
0: yeah, what? Sorry,
1: what? <laughs> um, but what was the question? Who is God to me? Yeah, well, can you describe him to me? What, like, uh, like how would love? you describe
0: me? Describe God? Des- you know, uh, same thing. Describe somebody.
1: Okay, to me, he he's he's my dad. He's love. He's um comforter counselor like friend Mm. uh somebody who I do life with on a day-to-day basis like like I'm not in the place now where I was even like four years ago so I although I was a Christian I had a business I was a Christian business owner I wasn't really being led by God in the way I am now so like now everything I'm doing okay God what are we going to do today I'll take the dog out for a walk although my dog's passed away two weeks ago but I would take the dog out yeah we won't go there um it, we were having a nice smiley time it's okay yeah. but honestly, <laughs> so many honestly without kidding I've had so many amazing god adventures because of my dog and that was one of the things after losing her I was like I don't want to lose that as well and all the friends I've made but anyway I digress when we go out for a walk with the dog okay god are we going are we going saucepan are we going pond I know that means nothing to you but towards the end she was getting a bit slow these are the two routes we'd go and mm. in my head I would hear okay saucepan for example and there was one time I heard pond I'm like oh really but it's really cold it takes a bit longer to get there and i heard really clearly no no go pond and when i did i ended up meeting somebody i hadn't seen for ages and had like really fun conversations so for me god god is fun like i have a sense (laughs) of humor which i know probably isn't your picture (laughs) of him But
0: like, i mean i read the bible it's a little bit different a little bit different in there yeah holy cow okay so
1: how can you have red bottom monkeys and tell me that god doesn't have a sense of humor (laughs) come on (laughs)
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah oh man parasites tell me god doesn't have a sense of humor <laughs> 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 all right so he he is love he's a father he's a comforter yeah see you this is what it, now we can go to that hosea 9 and mm-hmm. oh, i lost it but hosea 9 16 i believe it is oh my goodness how did i lose this <laughs> I it's been the morning <laughs>
1: I know bless there me. we go <laughs> I was
0: a 916 yes it is I was 916 now he's talking mm-hmm. to the people of Ephraim um he's he he, he doesn't like what they're doing they're mm-hmm. um worshiping another god um mm-hmm. some might say they're even sacrificing a few of their children to this god. Mm-hmm. um so what god comes in he, he's very angry he's very jealous he's a jealous god we know this um mm-hmm. and he punishes children out of jealousy he says so several times um, so what he does, he comes in there and he says he's going to slay their cherished offspring. He's going to give them wombs that miscarry, which is an abortion and then breasts that run dry so that at that point, the infants aren't going to be able to eat. So he's starving infants to death. He's mm-hmm. causing miscarriages and he's slaying cherished offspring because they, they had the audacity to worship another god.
1: Mm-hmm. Can I just say, I don't think that miscarriages are abortions as somebody who's had a miscarriage. Like well,
0: he caused it though, like on purpose. I mean, that's kind of. <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah, all right.
0: I mean, he's avoiding it. You're, but just as somebody you know.
1: like has lost a baby, I just think that's really like I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. no, I, no, yes. Yeah.
0: Sorry about that. I understand
1: that's what you're saying. <laughs> no, Granted, yeah, no, so, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound terribly cheerful. I would grant you absolutely. Do you think speak. this happened? I don't know. I mean, it, okay. see, I was I, I haven't read Jose Nine for ages. I'd be yeah. quite transparent. I came into this with, do you know what? I'm not going to do lots of homework and read it. Let's just see how we go with this one. Um, so. But I remember at the time when we had this hmm. conversation about it, you know, when you posed the question, because I was like, OK, God, what's going on here? And so I thought, well, let's look for some like clever people who like understand the Bible and stuff. And so I don't know whether some things that happened, like he literally happened or whether it happened within the wider context of so they were taken into captivity and all the rest of it. I don't know. But you do hmm. have to recognize, yeah, ultimately, God is responsible. So how does that marry up with God being love?
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know. Is yeah. Which I know is not going to be a satisfactory no,
0: answer. you know I love the I don't know answers. This is my favorite okay. <laughs> answer.
1: <laughs> I love the I don't know. No, but honestly, because that means you don't know.
0: I mean, and you're not yeah. going to just throw in, well, God's God, he's allowed to do whatever he wants. I understand no, it's part of it, but yeah, I don't. N- yeah. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, Thank it's you.
1: It's a nonsense answer. I think, so like for me, so this is the context piece. And so like, this is part of the thing I was on this year, this journey I've been on. Like I didn't know this year, like covenants and all that sort of good stuff. So some of the place where the Israelites were at was a different place. It's not what we're to live under now. But I also recognize, yes, that's God speaking there. This mm-hmm. is God who is love. Yeah. So I don't know. Having said that at the same time, and I think I touched upon this with one of your emails of, at some point in the last year. And this is where probably maybe like really strict christian evangelicals will disagree with me Hmm. but i i don't i how do i phrase this in a way that's not sound completely wackadoodle um i don't know let's just say it i'm not convinced that you know that i was i don't know about you but i was brought up with okay you have to make a decision for christ and pray the prayer before you die otherwise that's it I don't believe that's necessarily true, hmm. um, and so therefore, whilst yes, that's horrible. Then dying, if that's not the end for them, if as a result of that hmm. they step into whatever's next, ah. then I'm like, well, okay, but, but I don't know. I'm just
0: that's a good I'm question. I'm just it.
1: Out there. That's one of the pieces because the same with the flood as well. I mean, the flood is horrific, yeah, isn't it? You know, and so and I did have this conversation with God earlier in the year. I, I don't know it was this year or last year, going like. What's going on here? But I do recognize not everybody agrees. But for me, I do believe that Jesus is the way into relationship. I'm not denying any of that stuff. And at the same time, I don't know that there's any path that Jesus won't travel down to meet people. And I think... So, for example, I forget where it is, but Jesus talked about, um, oh, he talked as Moses was, I'm going to you'll know where it is. If I start it, you're probably going to quote it. He said something <laughs> like along the lines of, as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so too I will be lifted up and I will draw all people to myself. Hmm. And if you look at the translation, that it talks about dragging all people to myself. Uh, and there's so many verses in the Bible where it talks about, you know, everybody will, all nations will love love God and all this sort of good stuff and so there's too much stuff in there for me if I even saw one today this happened in church in Psalm 22 um it was talking about like the, at the end of it all nations like being in relationship with God I'm paraphrasing yeah. so to me I don't I don't believe that death is the end and God. in terms of being in relationship I do believe that we all have a choice I'm not saying like otherwise that you know, that negates free will so he's not going to like twist your arm behind your back and say Michael you must love me you must love me because that's not love that's abuse and at the same time <laughs> but it's true though isn't it like, it is know?
0: no 100% but there is yeah. a place in there where, where he does
1: say that he is
0: going to force people to love them um man I got to see you caught me off guard with all these things great job great <laughs> job There, Yahweh, Deuteronomy 30, verse 6, Yahweh will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all your heart and with all your soul and all your, and and live. Um, So that he's going to circumcise my heart to force people to love him. That's what that one says.
1: I don't, but I don't hear that as force. I hear that as may. You have the choice to, I don't know. You could be arguing semantics.
0: (laughs) But I'm want to go back to the heaven thing. So so all babies go to heaven is where you're at. That's why it's, 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 it's not okay, but it's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not it's not okay. This is there are contradictions in the Bible. I found a new one this week. Even oh. <laughs> I will I will go back to your. I know you love contradictions. I'll go I'll go back to your question in a minute. Yeah. There was two. I'd forgotten about the other one. So it, we're told in the commandments, do not murder, and yet uh-huh. he called David a man after his own heart. And he had a bloke murdered, you know? Yeah. So there's a contradiction for you. Another one that I love, one there's one that talks about laughter being good for the soul or whatever. I like laughter. I know I'm <laughs> hiding it very well right now, but I love laughter. So I love that verse. I found one this week that said, sadness is good for the heart. Again, complete oh, wow. contradiction. So Definitely. I,
0: like,
1: I get it. No, I do understand that. Absolutely. What was the question? I've completely forgotten. I don't know if I
0: love that. Uh, oh, the, the baby's going to heaven. So yes. why do you believe all babies go to heaven? Because I've got verses here saying that, you know, what is it, Romans 5, 12 through 21, all are sinners, thanks to Adam, until they believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And sinners go to hell. So you're born a sinner until Mm -hmm. you believe in Jesus. So wouldn't that mean that babies who don't know Jesus go to hell?
1: Well, Babies, I mean, babies is a controversial one anyway, because babies, there's a whole thing in in the church, like the age of, like, what's that age of something or other? But the thing is, right, there's another verse in there that talks about the add the first Adam and then Jesus is the second Adam Hmm. so for me the way I look at that is okay if if Adam was powerful enough in what he did that as a result that we're all therefore sinful are you telling me that Jesus is less powerful than Adam I don't think so because Jesus is God and Hmm. so therefore I'm not saying that every single person I don't know I don't know where it happens exactly like in terms of timelines but I, babies to me are an easy one because babies are, you know and also like people who've never been introduced to Jesus like they can't you know there's a whole like uh, how's that work <laughs> I know don't get you started on that one I understand oops I'm sorry I just got all excited then and yeah. I caught my foot on the wire next to my mic and I made it fell over <laughs> you're okay. Nightmare. Your sound level I'm so sorry it's never okay
0: automatically no, adjust you're okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay um, so
0: even if they do go to heaven even even mm. if let's just just say babies go to heaven. And the second, they okay. die; they go right to Jesus. Okay. So, how would you choose to take out a child if you had to kill it, like Yahweh does in certain, with the flood? Would you choose mm-hmm. to drown a child or just have it go to heaven?
1: No, I mean, well, see, that's a good question. In as much that I have two answers to this, huh. because let's be honest, like I love life; I think life is great, but sometimes it's really hard, and so. <laughs> Well, it is, though, isn't it? Yeah, life's, really
0: life's difficult. Yeah, <laughs> Whoever tells you actually, differently is selling you something. <laughs> yes,
1: definitely. And so then, so part of it, is it like, well, actually, they get to fast forward to what's next. So maybe that's actually a kindness. Like, the, if, if from my understanding of it, I don't know. I'm not suggesting. Yeah, okay, that's why okay. snap. That's why we
0: snap them out of the existence instead of drowning them or, or, or starving them or slaughtering them. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, as God, he has this ability to just, mm-hmm. you know, poof, you're in heaven. But he chooses Mm. violence in several cases. Like with David and Bathsheba, he brought up David. David Mm -hmm. and Bathsheba's kid, he he snuffed it out with a sickness that lasted for seven days.
1: Why? Mm, Why? Because the
0: enemies showed contempt. So he Mm -hmm. got mad because the enemies were disrespecting him. So he killed Mm -hmm. the child. Not just killed it, but he made it suffer for seven days.
1: Yes. I, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I, yes. I don't see these things as loving acts. I mean, even no, if I, they're going to heaven, I wouldn't choose yes. to do that. I don't think you would choose to do that. No,
1: no yeah. I recognize that. I guess there's something there, like God chooses to operate within the world systems, I suppose, as opposed to generally poofing stuff. But then at the same time, to contradict mm. myself, we pray and ask God to supernaturally heal people. And sometimes he does. So it's Miracles,
0: like, yeah. I mean, yeah. that would so, be a miracle, right? All yes. the children survived the flood and they all were Christians at the end of it. That's know, a miracle. That. As opposed to, I'm just going to drown them all, you know?
1: Sorry. I know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I don't, so for me, I'm like, well, do you know what? God is big enough and God broad enough shoulders. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I have to try and justify him. I know that's probably why I should be to try and justify him. But I don't, I don't know the answer to that one. Because you're right. It's rough.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of roughness. Yeah. The, the the Exodus, for for example. Mm. I mean, why why does he need the Passover at the end? Why does he have to go into the, the kid's, bedroom while they're sleeping and kill them well i mean why
1: it doesn't mm-hmm. make any
0: sense and it should to show off his powers that's what he wanted to do in, in exodus it says mm-hmm. in several places he wanted to show off his powers
1: i don't think that's a good thought, way to do things yeah no sorry interrupted you there I, agree. Good. See, I saw the see the passover for me like it's that picture of jesus isn't it not like the bit where they, the egyptians die but like the, the meal they're coming together for the israelites that's the piece you know the community and all of that good stuff um yeah, I don't, the logistics of it for the people who didn't have the, the blood over the, over the doorpost is pretty rough. I get that. Hmm. And one of the pieces for me, I definitely, and I still sometimes do this, I almost get this picture of like good cop, bad cop. Like you see Jesus in the New Testament and that's not, I mean, that's not, and it's all God. So,
0: I'm just seeing it in my head. I'm just seeing him in the room interrogating people. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it, there is this danger that, I mean, because I know I've definitely done it. This is danger thinking of like God in the Old Testament is like, you know, bad cop. And then suddenly Jesus, hmm. Jesus is all flowers and rainbows and nice mm-hmm. apart from when he like, I don't know, got cross and chuck people at the temple or whatever, but you know, um, but, yeah. but mostly like he didn't go around sort of like smiting people. He, mm-hmm. It was a different dynamic. And I wonder whether some of that is because of the covenant stuff. They were, they came under the law, which is, was never what God wanted anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, for the short answer. Sorry.
0: No, so interesting. So God short answer. Go ahead.
1: No, no, I don't know what I was going to say.
0: Ah, it's okay. You said, um, the law wasn't going to work. God didn't know, didn't want the law.
1: The law. No, yeah, that was, that's one of the things that I've been unpacking this year. That was never God's first choice. So Abraham was in face-to-face relationship with God. I mean, not literally, he didn't literally see his face. I've, Moses did I've though. heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard one of your episodes before <laughs> you got really, I know. I, I haven't seen that many of your episodes, but I've seen a few. Um, <laughs> so I know that's like, it does say face-to-face, but I didn't, I do not it's not like literally seen his face. I don't as know. As
0: a friend does, as a friend. Yeah, but the, pretty,
1: conversation, like... the conversation can be as a friend does, it doesn't necessarily literally mean face to face. I don't know, uh, but anyway, I don't
0: know. yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, Abraham had a dynamic one to one relationship with God, Noah had that kind of relationship. Hmm. Um, that was the relationship that God was always hmm. inviting the Israelites into. I was looking, this is what the tiny bit of research I did do because I kept getting reminded of it. Um, was where and I forgot where Exodus, somewhere at the beginning of 9, 10, 11, somewhere around there. You might know it hmm. um go, God says to Moses go and tell the people to prepare themselves because today I'm going to come and like, meet with them face to face I don't think he said face to face I'm not sure um he was inviting them into an unconditional relationship do life with me be in relationship with me and it will be groovy and because <laughs> I guess because of I'm paraphrasing obviously <laughs> um, it's the it's the L translation um but because be, I guess because of the journey they'd been on they'd been in captivity for however many hundreds of years they were like no 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 we don't want to do that Moses you go and talk to God you tell us what to do and what's really interesting is prior to that moment they violated the sabbath they did stuff wrong they didn't like die there was no like they got like told off after that moment but you have those horrific bits where someone violates the sabbath they get stoned somebody else on the ground like really bad stuff Mm -hmm. and so that whole but that was never god's first choice his first choice was you know face-to-face covenant relationship like unconditional covenants which is what we get then through jesus and so for me i think some of it is then unpacking as a result of him stepping into this i think it's called kinship covenants they were quite popular in the middle east far middle east at the time like he he was god was duty bound to protect them which is why you have so many battles of him looking after their enemies and all the rest of it i'm not saying it's pretty i'm just going that maybe i know understatement of the century i'm just saying maybe maybe that's why things are different and it's, but that's not where we're at now. Thankfully. Well,
0: what I see though, what I see is, is Yahweh in several spots in the Bible saying that the law is perfect, holy, righteous, and good. The law is also, um, sorry, I lost it. See, you got me all slow this morning. <laughs> the law is holy, righteous. Per- oh, there it is. It's easy to follow. The law was not hard to follow. Um, so, If these and keep my commands, keep my commands. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians 7, 19 circumcision is nothing and uncircumcised is nothing. That's another whole Paul struggling with circumcision thing. That was fun. Um, (laughs) Chapter 11 of my book. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Links available
0: (laughs) somewhere. (laughs) Uh, But what I see is that the law is holy, righteous and good. He likes this law. This is his perfect law. And if these are perfect laws done by a perfect being, then I've got an issue with this guy.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, you know? they are they're perfect in as much that I think they they do uh, having had been rejected and them going no no we're freaked out and scared we can't do this. He's going right. We'll do it this way. And it does, he there's dead institute like sacrifices and stuff that then point to Jesus. But mm. the way I've always understood it is that yes they they could have followed it, uh, and so in that respect it was doable. But. It's that works thing, isn't it? It's like not really very easy. Whereas mm-hmm. if you, you know, do the Jesus route, um, it becomes less sort of like full on. Yeah, I've said good. like a lot this time. My daughter was listening to this; she's like, 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 <laughs> use your words, mom. It happens.
0: It happens. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Jesus is the one that abolished the law, or or uh, well, he fulfilled the law. didn't say he
1: came to abolish it; he came uh, to fulfill it, it.
0: Yeah, fulfilled it. Yeah. yeah, fulfilled the law. How does that work exactly? fulfilling the law by dying
1: <laughs> that's a massive question how much time have we got yeah. <laughs> how much time do you have <laughs> yeah, no I know quite yeah it depends on my daughter um so your your, your listeners are like what are you on about we started late because poor Michael mm-hmm. had technical issues and I'm playing taxi driver later uh, is what we're referring to <laughs> oh no it's fine it doesn't matter it's all what it's meant to be so oh, I did a whole preach on this and it was really controversial in my church. We did this thing about like what really happened at the cross Hmm. um, because I grew up being taught that you know the, the stuff about jesus paying the price for our sins um uh, by his stripes we are healed mm-hmm. which is fair and all this like wrath the, the, there's a song we sing in church that talks about the wrath of god was satisfied it's really full on mm-hmm. um and then which is how i then was and looking at like the different translations and the Septuagint. i'd be quite honest i didn't find this out on my own there was a book i was reading like you know i like reading books and and, and this is how i do stuff in church like our right. church is tiny and so I just go, okay, there's this cool thing I've discovered this week. Would you like to play with it? Um, but the, the illustration that was given was it's like if somebody offered to pay off my mortgage, mm-hmm. does my does somebody then have to pay it or is it forgiven? And so like, are our sins forgiven or are they paid for? Like, And, and the guy who wrote the book said it can't be both. Hmm. We had this conversation inside my, my community and one lady went, well, why can't it be both? Why can't God own the bank? So I was like, oh yeah, that's interesting. Um, hmm. But the way I see it is that Jesus is there to to represent or, like, in place of the the, the lambs or the animals and all the rest of it. Rather than the, the sacrificial system, he died one time um, and forever and then came back to life again, which is kind of cheating because God would have known he come back to life again. No, no, like, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that it's, I'm not suggesting it wasn't a horrible price to pay. It was, obviously it was. But, like, he did have the benefit of knowing, the like, the ending because, like, he wrote it and stuff. Um, but... So that's, that's what I see with Jesus is is he's there as a substitute. So rather than having to keep like, not that I do animal sacrifices, but rather than having to keep on doing that system, uh-huh. we, we just simply go, okay, Jesus, thank you. And then like, okay, now what do I do? Like embrace, like be my savior, show me how to do life. Let's have a relationship, that kind of stuff.
0: So God didn't want the animals killed to him anymore. He wanted something more. He wanted his own son himself.
1: But they, that's the piece that I think it wasn't. Yes, yes, and yeah. but they just they planned it together. You know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit planned that. It was that.
0: a it was a yeah. ransom. First Timothy two five through six says it was a ransom. Um, for there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all the people. Um, I kind of see it that way. God demanded death. He needs blood. In order to forgive people, Hebrews 9, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So God can't forgive people like we can. We can forgive people with a letter, a song, a limerick, an apology. It doesn't matter, you know, mm-hmm. but God mm-hmm. is unable to or refuses to because God's all powerful. So if he's unable to do something, that makes He's not power un- all powerful. So he refuses. Mm-hmm. He refuses to forgive people unless something dies to him. Not just dies in general, but to him, it has to be sacrificed mm-hmm. in his name to him, which is so weird. I don't do that. I consider yeah, myself does. a decent father. I it wouldn't see sound... that as a loving father.
1: I don't. It does sound weird. I yeah. I don't know. It does sound weird. I get that absolutely, yeah. but I guess because like because before they made the world, like God knew that we'd do life like this, so He knew what would happen with Adam and Eve. He he made, made it people. this way, pardon.
0: He made it this way. So he set up a system to fail. He set up Adam and Eve to fail, knowing that he necessarily... I don't would, know that he, tree,
1: tre- I knowing knowing that he necessarily... I mean, yeah, I suppose it's like telling my child, don't eat that red sweetie, and then they want to... You know, yeah, okay, okay, true. And at the same time, there's, a, I guess, a big long-range view to this. I don't know. But... I don't see the piece. One of the things people go on about is like, oh yeah, Jesus and, and God was like, oh, at him. But like they planned it together. So if, if that was the way they did it, like Jesus was a willing participant in that. It wasn't as if like, you know, he was tied and handcuffed and Not told. a big you know.
0: sacrifice, though. If he knew exactly they set this whole plan up to be this way. How is that mm-hmm. a big sacrifice? If it's, sacrifice if it's all part of the plan.
1: I don't know. Sacrifice is the word we use for it, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I don't see it as a sacrifice. I see it as a, a grotesque, pointless bloodbath.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, now I know. I, I get it.
0: Yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see the good parts. Um, show me the love, L. Where is the love in this book? Where, where do you see the love besides... It's not the... just...
1: The, the whole thing isn't just the Bible. I know your podcast is called The Bible Says What. But like, it's so for you, it's all about the Bible. No, but like... But, but so the love part for me is in relationship. It's in like day to day life, which isn't just the Bible. It's having conversations. It's like if you'd have known me 15 years ago, I was a Christian, but like in name only really. Uh, And so I didn't have a loving relationship with God. The God I knew then was kind of like the God that you, you know. Uh, And so it was, it was a lo- love that took me to who I am today. And I'm much, I mean, I'm still grumpy sometimes, but I'm much kinder and more decent as a human being now than I was 15 years ago. As um, am I.
0: And I didn't, yeah. I didn't have your child killing blood needing God on my side. So <laughs> I think there's a bit of a difference there. I think you did it yourself. I don't right. think that the God of the Bible helped you out. I see him as a monster. I, I mm-hmm. don't see the good part in there. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the relationship you're having with him, I will dive into that. I'm really curious about that. But I mean, the character of God, besides mm-hmm. the, the the relationship you, you, you say you have, that's where mm-hmm. you're gonna get your idea of God from, right? Is the Bible.
1: But we're told no matter what, ultimately, like God is love, like all the other stuff, but it, it's all underpinned, like love is his ultimate. You can't be love and
0: drown children at the same time, Al. <laughs>
1: Yes, but you can if there's more going on than we really know. Like, I don't- I stop I don't... at that. Like, Pardon?
0: I stop at that. Hitler gassed the Jews. I don't give a shit how great his paintings look. I don't care how nice of a parent he was. Mm-hmm. He gassed people. He mm-hmm. killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he's a good guy. I'm not going to follow him. I'm not going to worship him. He's a bad mm-hmm. guy. That's what mm-hmm. bad guys do is they kill kids.
1: I would maintain he might be in, he- in, in heaven though, which he I know would... is math. That's so
0: Jeffrey Dahmer's up there too, apparently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but is it up there? Like, where is it? Who knows? Oh,
0: That's man. a whole <laughs> other way. Yeah, we'll get there. That's part two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I don't see I it. I don't see it.
1: No. No, I understand that. And I I guess, and I've said this, I know I've said this before, and again, it'll sound like nonsense to you, but I guess... Because of the journey I've been on and the relationship I have with him, like I'm quite happy to go. Yeah, I don't get that stuff. It doesn't make any sense to me, mm-hmm. but I trust you. Which I know uh, you you uh, don't well, want to do that. Yeah, no, no I know. And I un- <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I end. Un- I recognize. I acknowledge it. That doesn't sound like it makes any sense to you whatsoever. I understand that. But for me, because I'm like you're right. You're right. It, it all of that stuff sounds horrific, and I mm-hmm. don't get it. But I trust you, and. Hmm. Whether at some point in the future he'll reveal and go like this is what was really going on, I don't know. But I recognise that for you and probably for m- many of your listeners, you'd be like, "Where eh, eh, we don't get that? Go on, kick her out the door." If you had like a booby seat or no. like a <laughs> seat, kick the that's <laughs> a long. <laughs> I time. want to almost see the comments now. Ooh. But so I reckon I, I and I so all I can all I can say acknowledge to you, yeah, I, I understand oh. your your um, concerns. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah no, okay. Definitely Um, some
0: concerns, for sure.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, go
0: on. Okay, so the relationship part. We're starting with that. Have you, you have the relationship. Have you asked him these questions? Why did you choose to drown children? Why did you strike David's kid with a sickness? Why why eternal punishment for a finite crime? Why these things? Have you talked to him about it?
1: I had a conversation with him about the flood mm-hmm. um I didn't quite phrase it like that but I was like I haven't got my notebook in front of me. so I, I journal a lot with God and so lots of my stuff is like written down um and and I can't remember what he said but I did but we did have that conversation and there was, there was a whole conversation that we had around um like the the oncology of the time like because I was like well why why one of the things they think with the flood is that there was this mantle of water like yeah. i said like, well god why did you bother with that like why did not just like not do all of that stuff and he's like oh but it made for it look really pretty And i'm like yeah but
0: wow and then couldn't do it without that <laughs> couldn't make it look pretty without that i don't know
1: yeah <laughs> no okay and then and then i think it was as a result of, forgive me i know i'm sounding really vague but this conversation was like earlier this year or even last year I can't remember um and it might have been actually after you first emailed me and Mm -hmm. I started watching some of your episodes I'm like okay god what's going on I have never asked him about David and Bathsheba I can ask him um but um one of the things that was when I did start this whole conversation with him about like okay you mentioned it like eternal damnation if like you don't pray the prayer and whatever and that's where I start some of that Mm -hmm. that conversation happened is I there I think there is We think it's this or this. And I think when we get to what's next, we'll be like, actually, there's a whole other thing that we didn't even realize was going on. It's like trying to describe 3D to somebody who's only seen 2D. And so I think, so I I suspect there's a whole lot of stuff going on that we don't really know about and and won't really be able to grasp until we get there. And again, I know that probably sounds like a cop-out answer to you. I understand (laughs) that. Okay. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) I mean, if I ask the child killer why he did such a thing and why I should love him, and he mm-hmm. gave me that, you'll, you'll find out later kind of answer. I just would be like, no, I'm, you tell me now or I'm not mm-hmm. going to trust you. It doesn't make any sense to trust a child killer if they're not going to explain why they did it or give mm-hmm. you a, actually a good reason. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what a good reason to, to drown or, or or strike a child with sickness would be. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't come up with one. Could you come up with a good reason to strike a child with sickness for seven days before it dies? no no yeah. i don't know <laughs> me neither <laughs> but no. the loving god that you worship did he found yes. a good reason and i think mm-hmm. that's gross fair that's enough <laughs> that's where i'm at with that so i i encourage you ask him see if he comes <laughs> up with a, a good answer for that a valid answer for that past <laughs> one so um, I'll, I'll
1: ask him specifically can you give me an answer that'll be satisfactory to Michael? michael please? wants to know
0: Okay, you know, I've been asking for years and nobody's given me a good answer.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. So, okay. So this relationship,
0: you you yeah. sit, do you meditate and he talks to you or is it just like a walking and he's just there and he's talking to you in your head and how it, do you go ahead?
1: Yeah, no. So for me, so I I didn't really grow up expecting to sort of hear from God or any of that kind of stuff. Like I'd had experiences of reading the Bible and like verses I'd not noticed before, like left off in a different way or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. So I thought like maybe like super holy people or maybe like a pastor, you'd hope, or some of these people mm-hmm. would hear from God. What actually happened for me. So it was about three years ago. Um, there's one of my mentors, Dr. Tony Robinson. Incidentally, you, you should talk to her. She's brilliant. You'd love her. She's such a good laugh. Um, but she, she, we there was um. I, I, by all means i'll ask her if you want i think we're gonna yeah. call in a couple of weeks time i'll ask her i'll send her up i don't know when this goes live but yeah. i'll send her this hmm. and then yeah anyway that's a, it's Perfect. a thing we'll get that <laughs> like, yeah, yeah absolutely sorry your listeners don't care like, logistics <laughs> anyway <laughs> get to the point so i, I just trying think how this started so i think it was in 2019 hmm. i through a series of coincidences got incidences i was in this community where there was a um I don't know because a summit or whatever and it was on about love and all that sort of stuff. Through that, I met this lady, met met Dr. Tony and Christina, the lady, they were running this yes God challenge. It was talking about like how to hear God and all that sort of stuff. That was when I asked God my first question. Mm -hmm. Um and so like for her, she says uh, it, and, and how people hear god will vary it's like for me the reason why writing is really good is i know i've hidden it really well but i tend to be a little bit all over the place and i'm not very good at being still and so when i'm journaling um it is it's like one way to be still but i sometimes will so like for example when you asked me a year ago about to come on the podcast i'm like okay god am i doing this immediately i heard in my head ask die Die is my husband. Now he doesn't, he has his own journey with Jesus. He would have described himself as atheist. He's probably more agnostic now. Um mm. that's a conversation for another time. It's not my story. But um Yeah, part three, I know, quite. Uh, and so you you waited a year and now, like, oh my God. Um, but she that wasn't the first time that God had had me like go through my husband as ways to like get clarity on a situation. So it wasn't like, Oh, okay. Well, I should I ask my husband. I can hear you for myself. So I did, I asked, I um, said to die He's like, Oh no, that sounds like a really terrible idea. And I started to persuade him. Well, maybe it would be, no, no, no. He said, you asked me like, I really think no. I'm like, Okay. Mm-hmm because of the conversation I'd had with God, like, fair enough. Which if I would said to you, look, I haven't, I've had, I've had a really strong, like, no at this point. Um, so, so sometimes, so to go back to Dr. Tony, so she said, like, you, you ask a question, like, should I go on this podcast? The first thing you hear will be God. The second thing you hear will be the enemy. Did God really say, and then invariably the third thing you'll hear will be like your own doubts and insecurities. So that's one way that I hear from God. But for me, journaling is the most recent thing. Um, I, I, um, Oh, again, I'm trying to timelines. 2020, during lockdown, there was a another course I was on and there was a book that was recommended. And it, uh, to write down your question, um, and so, yeah, to answer, to meditate or whatever, I do sometimes put music on. Hmm. Um, I just simply write down the question and then I pause and I, like, literally write down everything that comes to mind. Um, But then I go back, okay, God, like, this is what I, what I hear. What's going on? We, like, have a sort of back and forth about it because, like, sometimes I'll hear what I want to hear, won't I? You know, you, because... Yeah, go
0: on. <laughs> well, that's how you, I, I want to know how you decipher. Thank you, thank you, appreciate that. I want to know how you decipher between your own thoughts and and yeah. the devil's uh-huh. words and and God's words. How do you decipher all those different voices?
1: Yeah, that, that's a that's a fair question. So. Usually, the some quite the easiest ones to decipher. If something comes to mind, and it's like a really like brilliant idea, I'm like, oh okay, where did that come from? That I really feel like that that can't be me. That must be God because it came so left of field. Hmm. If there's an, if I hear something that's like I don't know, say like it popped in my head to, uh, you know, chop off my hand or something. Well, well, yeah, which would be a bit has, extreme. Has that come like, up? yeah no never Sorry. no no you're okay. I've got I've got both they're, they're safe it's fine but if I was to hear something or even use okay like I don't know sell the house and move to South Africa mm-hmm. um or something really extreme that would like affect my my kids are in school or whatever I'd be I would be going okay God is that you it, what, what you yeah. know what's going on here I for me I don't tend to focus on like enemy the enemy because I would rather be having those conversations with God so he I, I might be tempted to like I don't know eat chocolate if I'm not hungry or like, I don't know, like, <laughs> I you know, really I, I, say I know you're laughing, like I'm being silly, but actually me and food have had this whole dynamic. I mean, that's that You, that's part of the whole loved into heaven thing. That's mm. on my about page. That's a whole other story. That's for part four, I guess. Um, <laughs> but y- y- because for me, I think it's not, like having a conversation with God isn't like a one-time thing. And so therefore it's like an ongoing conversation through the day. And so it just becomes, and the more that you do it, the more, uh-huh. I guess, it, easier it becomes. Again, I know you have that face. Yeah, I mean,
0: it just feels like you're it's talking not... to yourself at that point. And how do you know when you're not talking to yourself and you're probably... talking to God or the devil and Satan get out of here giving me ad, a bad thought. I, I, mm-hmm. I There's verses in the Bible where, where Yahweh sends people lying spirits. He sends people mm-hmm. lies so that they'll believe a lie. I mm-hmm. mean, how can you decipher the good versus the bad versus the bad? versus Yahweh versus your thoughts. I mean, how that just doesn't seem to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I mean, know how that some works.
1: Of it is then, so like being in community as well. So say like, cause you, you're quite right. You don't want people running off on their own and well, God said this and God said that. And like, you know, yeah. like you give it an example? happens all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, no, true enough. And there has, and to be fair, that like um, historically, like in prophetic movements, there have been people that have said, Oh yeah, the Lord said to like control people. And I know, I know. Yeah. So I'm not <laughs> suggesting that we've always done the really, the best job of, of sort of, maybe being the best representatives of it. Um, But for me, I guess it's just just little by little. And so like, for example, we mentioned the dog walks, okay, you you would say you're just having that conversation in your head but because i've had en- enough experiences where okay are we going this way or that way and we go that way and i meet people and i've had conversations with people about this one guy said he was atheist but turns out he wasn't atheist he actually loves jesus but he got hurt by the church i have somebody else who cool. like was in pain in his back and i paid for prayed for his back to be healed i have just friendships i've had so many like circumstances where like i've heard what i would believe would be a, an invitation from god i followed that invitation and there's been like positive stuff as a result like you know benefit to other people encouraging other people that's huh. happened enough times that i'm like well that feels like god to me i recognize gone
0: <laughs> no no I, I see god holy spirit all of that i would attribute it to my own thoughts and my conscience mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. if i if i if i see somebody's hurting i'm going to give an example. Um, no names, but there was somebody who was crying and somebody recognized this from mm-hmm. a far away. They don't know this person, never seen this person, nothing like that. And they went over and comforted this person. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed it. They needed it desperately. Somebody had just recently died in that exact location. It was a whole thing. Wow! God didn't send that person over there to make their day better. That well, person- How
1: do you know he didn't though? Because like,
0: I know that person. I... <laughs> <laughs> so that person's own- own um empathy,
1: mm-hmm. their
0: own empathy, sent them over there to mm-hmm. console and comfort that person.
1: But who gave them the empathy? Like if we if we're told you're that we're te- all well, doing-
0: I I can't I can't agree with you that a child okay. drowning, okay, person gave <laughs> okay. somebody enough empathy to go over and console somebody when they're crying. I don't see that. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Okay, I understand <laughs> where you're coming from. But like because you know, we're told that we're made in the image of God, so like every person. Hmm. We, it doesn't distinguish there, does it? It says we're all made in the image of God, and we have that like essence of connection with god inside of us the fact that somebody doesn't yet let god love them but maybe because they think he's a child killer but for whatever reason that feels <laughs> you know justified to them i get it because they're not they would not because you reminded me i had this conversation with a guy on oh, earlier this year um because i loved him podcasts they're great fun and i sometimes go on like christian podcasts but actually ones that are not christian we have the wildest conversations it's great because <laughs> this guy said to me well actually what you're describing sounds like what i do he said well, so but i would maintain, him well may, maybe maybe that conversation is happening in your own head and it, it is god guiding you you just don't call it god yet or you don't have i i don't know i i couldn't tell you because i'm not god um yeah i suspect that probably more conversations happen with god than we actually necessarily give credit to only because i can look back in my own life before i kind of sort of started having this kind of dynamic where things lined up and all that sort of oh. stuff i don't know i mean yeah i'm not sure
0: <laughs> well, it, I don't see it. I didn't work out well for me, and that's another thing. That's another question I have for you too. Is you got this relationship mm-hmm. with God, and if mm-hmm. I don't have a relationship with God,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what is God going to do if I well, end up dying and I don't have a relationship with Him?
1: Mm-hmm. When the when you die, so I don't know what it looks like next, but I'm I of i am of the opinion there will be, and whether it's an encounter or whatever it looks like, I you know believe He will eventually whether it takes a thousand years or 10,000 years, there's a timeless endeavor. He will love you and reveal himself to you. Um, And so you get to know him and you'll be like, oh, wow, you're actually really cool. You're not a child killer. You probably don't (laughs) know if you use that language. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) But I don't, I don't know. See, there's a whole, what comes next bit is a bit like, I know you, so for you, you think like we die and that's it. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. So like, um, I was just clarifying because I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, okay. <laughs> so like, but it, the the what it looks like the next bit, because there's, I don't know, there's lots of different words used that we translate as like heaven and hell and there's Sheol and all this sort of stuff. Mm. So I don't know whether there's like at this place where everybody hangs out for now. And then mm. when Jesus comes back, there's another place. Cause it talks in revelation about there being a new heaven and a new earth. And actually our final, final resting place isn't in heaven. It's actually back on earth will be a, a perfect earth. So, mm.
0: Jerusalem. Yeah. I, I don't see yeah. it perfect. It's so gaudy. Did you like, have you heard it described? There's, there's gold everywhere. There's gems and there's, yeah. I don't know. I don't walls, yeah, but... no I know. Walls. Somebody... No lights. Or no nights.
1: Yeah, but somebody told me they said that oh, it would be like living in Monaco and, and the nice bit about living in Monaco. And I'm like, well, I've never been to Monaco, but like the rich people live there. So I'm like, I don't know. I guess my point is, I don't I don't know. Um, oh. People more learned than me will probably try and give you an answer. Um, but I should have probably warned you before via you email. Did. I'm not very learned. I'm just kind of me. Um, yeah, no,
0: it's fine. But what do yeah. you believe? Like as far as is there a hell? Is it, is it eternal fire? Is it eternal torture? Well, I,
1: who afraid, goes there? No, I don't... Because there, there's some stuff in there that where, where Jesus talked about hell... I forget what the... Is it... Oh, God. Not Gamal. Are there some word in there? i forgotten. Because I read sorry you can't see us on my head it's probably a good job um but <laughs> let me put some words to this I remember probably about four years ago or five mm-hmm. years ago um I was like okay God I don't get this like you say your love and yet you're gonna like torment people forever that doesn't seem, seem very loving to me like what's going on I thought maybe I need to go and examine what this this word in English that we're translating hell what it what's really going on here and then by happy coincidence Rob Bell who some of the evangelical Christians where they yeah and I know they can't You're going to show me a Rob Bell book now?
0: Of course.
1: There you go. What have you got? Love Wins. Love Wins.
0: Is that the one? Yeah. I still haven't read it. I'm working on it. Have you read it? No, no, no. Somebody sent it to me. I I got this one. I was reading. This is a
1: second nudge. Okay. Right. So Love Wins. I haven't read that one. Some of Rob Bell's books. My dad's got loads of his um, and some of them are a bit challenging, but not challenging as in like how you like to challenge, challenging (laughs) as like, I don't know, big words and stuff. I don't, I'm not quite sure, sure. Hang on, I'm going to sip my water because I'm a cough. Otherwise, good. Um, good, good. I'm going to cough anyway. Cough I cough anyways. <laughs> on, this happens. I get excited and I can cough. You're <laughs> you can edit this, big guy, can't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never. That's part of the fun.
1: Um, he reminded me. I will go back to what we're saying in a second. It reminded me when COVID first happened. And prior to COVID, I never used to, I've always been quite curvy, I never used to, used to like exercise. Then we joined the local leisure centre as family members and my, my son wanted to go. I thought, well, as a pain for this, I should try classes. I did kettlebells and boxing, loved it, made friends. Then, of course, COVID happened. And I remember being in the leisure centre on the day it was closing, talking to loads of people, getting really animated and started coughing. And, of course, remember when COVID, I (laughs) I was like, no, no, it's not a COVID cough. It's just because I'm getting, like, talking, not talking too much, but talking a lot. It happens. But, yeah, Rob Bell. So Rob Bell brought out the book Love Wins. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was reading. And then my dad had come across it as well. And so he's gone through, I would encourage you to read it. It's fa- I haven't read it for years. I'll have to read it again. But he goes through and you. looks at all the different words that are translated. And the bit that I'm being reminded of to answer your question, one of the things that Jesus um, talked about when he, the, the word that we translate hell was actually a physical, actual dumping ground outside the city. It wasn't yeah. talking about hell as in like something eternal torment. The bit that I'm unclear about is what happens to, like, the devil and, like, fallen mm. angels and stuff? Do they get love back into relationship with God or do they get mm. to, in some fire? I don't know about that bit. That's the only one. I'm not sure. You're shaking your head. At me no, I'm just
0: thinking, <laughs> I wish he would have loved those kids in the flood. Loved those kids yes. into a relationship and with them instead them of in drowning the them.
1: Yes. No, he yeah. did love them. Mm. He did love them. Yes, Mm. I know, look at your face. You got yeah, to you know, see it. that as
0: love though. It's so terrible. I know.
1: I know. I'll, I'll go I'll, I'll I'll explore it with him and we we can have that conversation.
0: Yeah, that'll too. be a that'll be I very interesting. I'm very interested to see okay. how that goes. So the oh, loving right. father part, the the relationship, I just I can't I can't get behind it and I don't see it. Uh-huh. Um so those are my issues. Um, I
1: understand.
0: And uh, I wanted to go down that. How much time we got? How much time you got? You got
1: We've got 15 minutes. Okay,
0: we'll, we'll close it out here. This has been great, though. Um, I I, I want to dive in. I definitely want to do a part two. I want to dive into the Sabbath. I want to dive into the whole Paul Saul thing and heaven and all that. There's so many things I want to dive into. This has been a blast. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and taking the time and uh, it's, it's even, even coming on late for me. I, par- I apologize. It's okay. That.
1: What was your last thing, though? You had another thing you wanted to dig into. You're welcome. Yeah, I, mean,
0: I want to dig into the, the Sabbath and then... Um, it's okay. So it'll be a long thing. We'll we'll do it next time. Okay. We'll do it next time. Um, go ahead and plug your thing, and then uh, we'll close her out.
1: Plug my thing. Your okay. things.
0: Your, your podcasts and your. your
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't. I mean, your listeners probably won't really want to do my stuff. But if anybody, you'd be who surprised.
0: Are, you'd is be it, surprised. Okay. I have a Fair mixed enough. bag, so.
1: Fair enough. Well, in which case I've got this online community called the blue house, um, where I help people be who God created them to be in relationship with them. Uh, and the easiest thing to do, you know, I've asked, you've got another question now. I can see your face. The easiest thing to do. If you go to uia.com, um, it, it, you'll see that's on there. You'll see links to the podcast. There's a book and all that good stuff. So it's all, it's all linked on there.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Al. Appreciate Thank it. You, we'll, <laughs> we'll do a part two. Keep safe. out there. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. um, That's it. We're out. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Uh, oh, that was. I worst. was very
1: aware. I was trying not to jingle at you because I've got my Christmas jumper. On. I I had my first. Like, you can't see that, can you?
0: <laughs> I saw you.
1: There's <laughs> Express your elf. That's um, awesome. Well, I had my first Christmas jumper like five years ago, and ever since, once December the first hits, I wear Christmas jumpers all the time. And so I got dressed in this one this morning, and I was trying to sit still because otherwise. It's okay if it's going out at Christmas time, but like, yeah. gone. You're going to say something. What's on your note card?
0: Oh, my note card. I was. There was the verse I was going to go over. I kept forgetting Psalm 136: oh. 10. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures forever. I find that a very interesting verse to say hmm. that the guy who struck down all the firstborn kids in Egypt, his hmm. love endures forever. That's a very interesting verse. We'll tackle tackle that next time, though.
1: Interesting <laughs> is one of those like flexible words, isn't yeah. it? It's like, but <laughs> well, that's an interesting hair very
0: interesting
1: or oh, well, somebody has a name a baby name oh that's an interesting name. Yeah.
0: ocean hmm. <laughs> i'll look into this though i will read it i did want to go it's through really it in a minute like
1: i said if you i don't know who sent it to you but if if you um i would love to hear what you thought, think of it because it was yeah. and it's in Rob bell has been absolutely like lambasted in evangelical circles they've talked called him a heretic and oh, they wow. just Oh yeah, they they can't stand him. Um, absolute absolute. Oof, yeah. He'd no be another fun. one, actually. I don't know. He's he's quite. Uh, he's all like does big circuits and stuff. So I don't know. This is no disrespect to your podcast, but I like at all. But I don't know that he does like podcasts with little people like us. He, yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> no, I think I've contacted him before, and he he didn't respond. So I'll just no, which try is it, a shame because yeah, I think
1: you'd have a really fun conversation with him. Right. But, um, <sighs> I know.
0: Even Ray I Comfort's scared of me. That's okay.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <yeah. laughs>
0: all right, well, thank you so much. We'll keep in touch. I'll let you know when this comes out. It should be about a couple of weeks, but we've got to do a part two. And next, I'll be ready next time. I promise.
1: Oh, don't, don't we don't daft. you all good. It's fine. <laughs> I look forward to it. Doctor. <laughs> right, well, Merry Christmas. You too. Bye. <laughs> Take care.
0: And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW, the podcast, and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at The Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? wins to what love is he referring to here to rob and most christians the love found is the love is found mother fucking shit